Welcome to the Intrepid Hearts Garden Party. Join us for a floral affair as we break the stigmas around cannabis, celebrate alternative wellness, and discuss how you can become more sustainable in your shopping habits while staying fashionable AF. Grab your tea, tequila, or toke and join the garden party. Saturday morning tea. I'm having a tea and toke. And we're going to talk about our latest plant medicine experience and travels to Tulum. Yes. Oh my gosh. So much good stuff. A lot of teas today. Lots of teas today. Uh, so, yeah. We saying? just got back. It's not even, Anna hasn't even been home a week, six days. I got back exactly a week ago from our journey. South of the border. South of the border. Um, and our trip was planned uh, really based around a medicine ceremony retreat that our friend was hosting. That's why we all decided to go down. And then we kind of extended the trip into like a group vacation um, and the trip was an experience. <laughs> it was yeah. quite the, I think it was not at all what any of us were expecting, but in the same, at the same time, it like was exactly what we probably were all calling, which was like le- medicine or lessons from the plants and the medicines. And they were served up for all of us <laughs> in different ways. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, thinking about going on a trip with a large group of friends after you haven't seen each other in, like, almost a year and all of the, like, I mean, everyone's cooped up from the plague and (laughs) wanting to go and be with each other and not missing out on, like, having FOMO, but getting everyone together was so great and, like... Nothing short of a miracle because, you know, coordinating large groups can be a lot, but it was all centered around coming to support our friend who's hosting these plant plant medicine ceremonies. And if you've been listening to this season of our podcast, you know that Gigi and I have been diving deep into our own self-awareness and self what insight growth i mean transformation these are the things that all of all of nature's gifts give to us um if we choose so of course we are all about all about that and you were thinking about not participating in any of the plant medicines (laughs) that i did it all (laughs) she did it all and more personalities all or nothing um but to backtrack uh, a little I was planning on not doing the medicines because my husband and I are wanting to have a baby and I was hoping I would maybe be pregnant but right prior to going down I've known I've had a suspicion that like or I've known my hormones have been off. I didn't know for sure that I wasn't ovulating. I suspected it, but I confirmed it like a, right before going down. So I knew I wasn't pregnant. I was upset kind of about this acknowledgement. <laughs> um, and we'll talk about that all more in another conversation and podcast. But so anyway, short story, long story short, <laughs> I decided that, you know, I was going to go down and actually do the medicines. And what actually happened to bring me there was like the medicine actually came to me in a dream. So I figured this all out, um, that I wasn't ovulating. I actually got really upset and was like in my house one day. And this was like a week, like basically a week before the trip. And, 
I had this thought, like, I was like, I need to do something. I need, I need like to connect with myself. I need answers. And I, I reached out, something just told me to reach out to our friend Daniela, who we most recently had in a podcast, um, about her transformative breath work. And I was just like, I just want to do a session with her. And so I texted her and she called me right away and we talked and we set up a time for like that Sunday, the Sunday before we left. So I left to go to Tulum on a Thursday. So this was the Sunday prior to that. And I get on with her. I have this session on a Sunday and all of these, it was amazing. (laughs) I think that needs its own episode, but like, Really what came out of it for me at the very end of my session with her, um, I was doing all this inner child work. And at the end, I was like, please show me like what to do to get better and like how to heal myself to be like healthy so I can have this baby. And the session ends. And then later that night, um, our the group that was going down to Tulum for the medicine was having like a call together to ask um the woman who was the facilitator to she was going to answer any questions anyone had I was not intending to get on this call because I wasn't going to participate when I was down there in the medicine but I saw my phone pinging and I wasn't sure if people were like getting on the call um and I like was just like oh I should get on just to be like supportive and be um so that there's more people on this call to talk to right and so I got on and right away they started, one of the other girls that was going down has suffered from Lyme disease. And she was like the first one who started talking. And I was like, holy shit. And so they started talking about how the different medicines being offered down there were really great for healing um, Lyme as well. And then out of nowhere, fertility. And I was like, okay, like my mind just started going. So I get off this call, I go to bed that night. And I have the most vivid dream where I watched myself do this one med, the one medicine combo. I watched myself be given this medicine, administer this medicine. And then as I was seeing myself sitting there and I, I literally, I'm not exaggerating, like pictured the scene that ended up occurring where I was like sitting outside on the grass, like head over a bucket puking like that's what I saw and then I like dove into myself and watched like my cells or like not cells but like what I interpreted to be bacteria so I was like bursting open and I woke up and I was like I just I'm I'm now at this point where I'm like I'm listening to the intuition (laughs) like I'm listening to what's being told to me so I was like you know what I'm going down and I'm doing I'm gonna do do it all so I did, and <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> You're like, sign me up. Here I go, all in. If so, we'll we'll tell you a bit about combo. But like, I guess it's kind of like me. Like, I'm very much intrigued by things that are like intense. Um, <laughs> like, I don't think most people like look up combo and then think to themselves like, oh man, I really want to do. <laughs> So combo is a secretion from a tree frog. It's a tree frog, right, Anna? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a secretion from a tree frog um, that's secreted by the frogs when they're under stress. So when they're being, these frogs are being hunted, not hunted, because they don't harm them. They just capture them, which causes stress. So the um, frogs put off the secretion, they scrape it off their skin, and that is actually the medicine that is used. Um, it is actually, which is very interesting, makes perfect sense is if you try to domesticate these frogs, they will not secrete this um, quote-unquote poison uh, because they're not under duress. So what happens is this this secretion, it is administered onto the body via little burns. So little burns are put onto the skin. It exposes lymphatic tissue. And that way the secretion is able to enter directly right into the lymphatic system. And this secretion, I, now this is where it starts to get like sciencey and I might start to butcher things. Like I don't know the name of the polypeptides and how many they are, but there are all these polypeptides that are in this secretion that are been shown to boost your immune system. 
and have profound healing effects on the body. The combo when you're administered it, it comes on pretty quick. Um, for most people, it's around two to four minutes. I had had all this chronic pain from my Lyme disease in my upper spine, like cervical spine. So I actually asked to have it directly on the spot, which meant for me, because it was on the spine, I was feeling it like hit within, I mean, it felt like 30 seconds. (laughs) Like it was like on, I felt the burns and like 30 seconds later, my heart starts racing for me, I just felt like my head was going to explode. There was like all this pressure and then the wooziness came. And I, for about 45 minutes, was in great discomfort. (laughs) Great, great discomfort. It is not fun. It's like, I think everybody physically experienced different symptoms depending on what's going on in their body. But as far as like the feels feels, um, but everybody's gonna be like for 45 minutes having like the, the sensation basically of like the worst food poisoning plus, plus flu all at the same time. But it's quick as it go comes, it actually goes. Um, and for some of us lucky enough, we swell up and we look like a fucking frog, <laughs> like legit frog face. Frog. It is wild. Um, yeah, yeah. So Anna, give me your your account. <laughs> yeah, I mean you. I went, I went into the combo into this whole experience of just true surrender. Uh, that's been my experience with the other plant medicines because I've actually had I don't know if I've talked about this, but like had fear about. I mean, as anyone would about anything like unknown and just things that are out of your control. And it's like when you kind of let go of control and just know that you're safe and that you're supported and that you, the universe is not going to give you anything that you can't handle. It's just so freeing and you get the best downloads and tapped into yourself and your intuition and your truth. So I just have had that, have had that shift like, I don't know, in the past five years, maybe, or like since I started experimenting with more plant medicines, but that's how I'm approaching all of my new experiences and just feeling out what I'm going to try and do. So with this one, I was just in complete trust of our friend who's facilitating it and I didn't do any research about like what it was before. I'm just like, I'm down, sign me up. Like if you say it's good, let's do it. And the only little tidbits were like Matt, my husband telling me that yeah, it has all these peptides that your body isn't usually exposed to and it can make your immune system like hyperactive and strengthen it. And I'm just all about any kind of health hacking and I mean, there's not obviously a lot of science about this stuff because, I mean, people people use this as their medicine in, like, the Amazon and Peru, and there hasn't been studies about it because it's, like, kind of taboo, I would say, but this is what people use to heal themselves so and have been using for probably thousands of years. So it's definitely interesting, but, um, yeah, I went, like, I went into it and... I didn't really feel it come on immediately. It was in my arm and, but then, yeah, it was just trying to drink water, purging, and I just felt the purge and just thinking like, this is fucking horrible at one point. Like it does, it's not fun. Um, But I was like, okay, this is what my body needs and you're sick and no one likes to purge. But I did feel it move through me and I did feel really like amazing after and like I could feel it deep like in my gut moving things and healing things and getting things out and I remember the last time I purged like really feeling it pulling deep like deep from within me to get whatever needed to come out out and I was like this is really amazing especially if people have like more serious chronic illnesses like I could see how like, it's not fun to do, but I would want to do it more. Like, I feel like I would want to do this, like, 
ideally like quarterly just to like clear my body and boost my immune system if I had access to it. Um, and Gina did it three, three sessions, like a fucking warrior. No one did more than one time on this trip. So it's, it's said that with this medicine, if you are, um, this medicine is also, it's used for two things. One for like actual, like people who are dealing with an element. It's also a very good prep prior to doing other plant medicine, which was the reason why it was being offered at this retreat, because we were going to be then going into a task, tapasquite ceremony. So this combo doesn't have a psychedelic effect. Now, does it have a spiritual effect? Yes, it can. It, I actually did. And I, had their, my most profound spiritual experience during my second um, sit with it. But it does not have any neurological effects on you. So that's one reason to do it. That's why a lot of people are doing it. Because I was delivered the message that this was, for me, supposed to, was going to be something that was going to help me heal my Lyme and my fertility, I was like, I'm doing all three sets. Now I talked myself out of it and back into it like constantly because it was terrifying. Like it was not fun. I was like, am I ready to do this again? Like wake up tomorrow morning and do this. And I had went to bed. So I did it on a, we did it on Friday. Mm -hmm. And then I was going to get up and do it on Saturday morning. And before I went to bed, I like texted our friend and I was like I don't know I'm not feeling like I'm feeling drained I don't know if it's the right move and she's like well just I'll be ready just text me in the morning if you want to do it and it was like laying there and my bottom of my feet started tingling slash burning which is a Lyme symptom that I had that like have really occurred when I first I think in my mind and like timeline of me getting sick I think it was right at the beginning of it it doesn't happen too often but I'm pretty sure it happens when my Lyme is active and in my mind, I was like, that did something yesterday. And, like, things are, like, percolating in me, and I have to do it again. So I, like, immediately text her back. I'm like, we're doing it. I'm like, just, like, just get here early so I don't talk about it again. Which is also the reason why I went first the first day everybody did it. Because I was like, I just need to do this. And, I mean, I'm not exaggerating and I'm not lying like the pain that I expressed I had in my upper back I it has been months it has been at least six months where I don't think I've ever gone more than two days without being in pain in my in that area and currently I have not experienced any pain since my last sit with combo over a week ago so I sat with it last Thursday was my last sit I think so yeah, so when you are using it for an illness, it's recommended that you sit three times with it in a row or three times in a lunar cycle. So I had made it just through that lunar cycle, like of a very tail end. And yeah, I think I have noticed, I mean, what's interesting, my appetite is different, like completely different. I'm feeling like really satiated by food that I eat, which is something that I've complained about for years. Like I feel like I would eat and never feel nourished, which would make me feel like I wanted to eat more, but yet like my stomach didn't really have the space for it. So that's also like, a, that's like the, I'd say the number two biggest physical thing that I've noticed other than the pain just not being there. And I'm like, I'm like, please don't go back, please don't go back. Like, it's amazing to be able to sit at my desk and not be like wanting to cry by three o'clock. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's powerful stuff. And yeah, I, I took the medicine for the latter for preparing for the other medicine. And I was like, I don't feel called to do this again. Cause I'm lucky to be in a healthy spot with my body. But afterwards, like reflecting on it, like I said, I'd ideally like to do it like a couple times a year just to reboot my body. But I noticed when I returned back to Costa Rica and then everything I want to put in my body 
I always want to put just like things that feel good in my body and I've always been bringing awareness to like how I feel after I eat and that's how I've changed some habits and things like when I don't feel good and when you're not in flow like you just have to listen to your body it will tell you just stop trying to like force it to eat things that are like comfortable or that you don't want to let go of but on that note too what my takeaway from the combo because I didn't know if it was going to be psychedelic or anything or like what I was what I was supposed to feel from it and everyone observing like after when I went to talk to people like after because we were like some of the first people to go they were like oh you were like really in it like it looks really intense for you and I was like not really like I felt like it was fine and I could handle it but one thing that I took away from it at one moment was like being like you've been in this place of purging your body from alcohol like you put yourself here so many times like being sick from drinking like when I was younger obviously at college but then also not so long ago like it happens sometimes when you overdrink when I overdrink so I was like okay wow like that is poison and I know that it doesn't agree with my body and I've been like getting that out of my life more and more so I'm just like after doing that I was really like yeah I'm doing this process that's really hard to clean my body of these poisons that I know it's like purging out it's like why would I want to put that kind of poison back in my body so then we're like flash to it's my birthday in Tulum with all of my best friends and I love tequila and mezcal But I have zero desire now to drink, which is fine. And I had so much fun, but I was just like, if I don't want to drink tequila in Mexico on my birthday with my best friends, like, when would I ever want to drink it, you know? Yeah, I know. But we didn't, which was crazy. Because I kept saying, like, oh, this night, day I am, this night, day I am, but then I didn't, I hadn't sat with my last set of combo yet. And then part of me was like, maybe I just won't do the third I was like, no, like I've already gone more than halfway. Like, why wouldn't I just like do this? Like, I don't even care about to feel that much that I, I'd rather be better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, not to say that I like, I'm never going to drink again, but I just like really don't feel like it at all. Um, and putting that in my body. Cause I know that it doesn't feel good in my body always. Oh, and then coming back to Costa Rica, I, we had pizza the one day, which, like, I've eaten this pizza a bunch of times, like, well, one other time, so not a bunch of times, but I eat pizza all the time, (laughs) but I got so sick after, but it wasn't, like, food poisoning, it was just, like, I threw up, and I, like, was, like, I feel like I need to throw up to feel better, and it was feeling like the purging again, so I don't know if it was, like, because of the gluten, because I kind of overate on the pizza, I think it was actually canola oil. I mean, canola oil for sure. Well, because, yeah, I got veganase and it had canola oil and I usually get grapeseed or, like, regular, like, avocado oil. And that's what I've noticed is, like, really hurting my stomach. But, like, never to the point where I've gotten sick. So it's, like, giving me this new awareness and sensitivity. I think that um, it might also be, like, I mean, that much cheese is just so rich. And I think, like, the richness thing, like, it's just it's when you eat really rich foods it's okay in like the smallest amount but when you eat a ton like your body it's just too much for your system yeah and a lot of melted cheese like it's I mean I just I've realized I don't tolerate dairy at all I didn't realize how many things that I was experiencing were actually related to dairy all these years like not at all mm-hmm. so yeah I think yeah, your body just becomes, you become maybe, I don't even know if it's, your your body's more sensitive, but slash you're just more in tune with your body. So you're like feeling it more, which then makes you sick because you're like feeling your system react instead of like kind of being conscious of it. The combo, even the first day was a little spiritual, but I was like more, very much more focused on like the physical experience the first day. And, like, just, like, holy shit, like, I was kind of, like, in wonder of the sensations of how it was feeling in my body, how it moved within the 45 minutes in the process, what I was feeling. It was very much, it went from my head to my uterus. Like, it was all up, and then it went shot down 
when it was in my uterus, I was like having contractions almost. And then at the very end of that, it was like this, like, like it felt like my uterus was on fire. And then that fire like shot up my stomach and I vomited like acid water, like battery acid. And then I blew my nose and all this disgusting stuff came out. And then just as like that happened, as quick as it came on, I was like done. Like I was no longer really feeling the medicine. And I could feel though, I knew that there was more. Like I could feel, I was like, my body's not done purging. Like I just had this instant. And then the next day I was in way more pain. It was way more brutal with me. I was praying to the medicine because that was what I was told to do the first day. I kind of was like, be more gentle with me. I don't know what's happening. And then I like the second day I was like, I can take more, but only give me what I need. And it was way more intense. And I remember having moments of prayer going from like, this is too much. This is too much. And then I'd be like, no, I can take it. <laughs> it's like going back and forth in this conversation in my head as I was sick. And when I went in the second day, I was having like fierce, fierce contractions. So it was a little in my head to begin with. Then it actually went into my pancreatic area. And I felt like this ringing in my organs. And then it went back down into my uterus. And that's where I sat the longest in my second sit. And I have a lot of trauma there from being abused. And I was just having waves of contraction. And I was like imagining the like, I was imagining my uterus like shedding the traumatic like tissue like from the experience. And I was standing up at points, like grabbing the wall, like standing over the toilet and I was screaming and I thought people could probably hear me, but I don't think anyone, I mean, the girls like right outside the door who were making sure I was okay, but I was like screaming. And as I was screaming, I was feeling like a release of the pain, but I was just feeling a release of like anger that had been from the trauma. And that, I mean, that was, a lot it was the most spiritual day of the experience the third sit I didn't have this I mean I had a little bit of sensation in that area but it was nothing like the first two and then the medicine I think had done its job down there and I really felt it in every part of my muscles and one of my line symptoms has been like this chronic muscle fatigue where I literally don't feel my muscles fire sometimes I go through these spurts where I actually can like feel my muscles deteriorating like I'll do a workout and I won't recover for seven days even if it wasn't a hard workout so I know that the Lyme is like deeply embedded in my muscles and I felt the medicine like in my muscles like bringing things out like all the way into like my fingers it was wild it was absolutely wild yeah I'm glad that you like brought that up because yeah it's not just like in people's like digestion or spiritual like it's not just like your gut it's like a lot of people did like womb work and like were feeling things in their womb that they needed to feel and shed and um actually I forgot that after our my experience Friday Saturday I woke up with my moon time a week early and I was like what the fuck but I was like that happened like our friend who was facilitating was like that happens because like you're body is like it needs to shed and like clean and clear and that's part of the purge that was another purge for me so it's really incredible um and I'm really grateful that we got to have that experience and access so all of this fun activity was in preparation for Tepa Sweet Day also known as Mayan Ayahuasca um, I think I'm not sure if it's from the same tree um, but it was interesting I was just while we were paused like reading more about what the schedule of DMT is and what like obviously it's not recognized as a medicine and it's like illegal like schedule one DMT is schedule one and it's like 
a substance that's naturally occurring in every living thing is illegal. So bizarre. Like, it literally says in this one article that I saw, it's like, this is illegal to use as a psychedelic substance. It's Schedule 1. But it's been used for thousands of years by ancient peoples to connect to their spiritual... It's called a spirit molecule. And it's like, it activates your pineal gland. You have it naturally occurring in your body. It's what is released when you die. Every living organism has it. But yet, like, don't... Don't consume it and see, like, tap into your spirit <laughs> and the infinite oneness that you might feel. Like, you know how people describe their near-death experiences? Well, you can have that <laughs> with GMT. Exactly, you get yeah. to meet the divine. What is that show on Netflix? Did you watch it? I watched it. The, um... Oh, it's about... It's like uh, surviving death, and it starts no. with um, people's near-death experiences. Then it like has a couple episodes on mediums and people like feeling their loved ones. Um, it's really good. I mean, it's Netflix, so it's like Netflixy, but I liked it. And yeah, that those near-death experiences are so interesting. There's also the Ram Dass, um There's a little thirty-minute Ramdas docu that we started to watch last night. Just everything. i am just been fascinated about death. Death and GMT and Anna made a very, you made a very profound statement when we were down in Tulum like a few days after ceremony. And we were like having a conversation about the smell and the taste of DMT. And you were like, yeah, it smells and tastes like death. And when you said that, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how do you... <laughs> in my head and I was like what is how does she know that's what it smells like and then I'm not even kidding like two days later I had like something caught in my tooth that must have been there maybe for like a couple of hours or 24 hours and it was like probably like uh, this sounds gross but it was probably like a piece of like meat that was trapped so when I like unlodge it and I know everybody knows this where you like taste and smell what has been like rotting in your mouth like quite literally and it was the smell of D and taste of DMT, and my mind just went like, Anna's right! <laughs> it does taste and smell like this. Death. Which is, I mean, it's wild. Yeah. Think about it. And the reason that I say that is because, I mean, you, when you die, your last breath is an exhale, and I've, like been there for someone's last breath and like I, I know in the holotropic breath and transformative breath works you mimic a breath pattern that's like dying with this exhale and the plant yeah this last breath that you exhale is like your last breath and the plant medicine reminded me of it smells like kind of breath, like a like a kind of bad breath or something. Like an exhale. It's an exhale. It's a breath. And I don't think that it's a coincidence that that's what it kind of reminded me of. And then sometimes, yeah, like if there's something in your teeth or like this bad, dead kind of smell, like it, it takes you back to that rem- reminder of doing the medicine because that's like obviously smell is something that really triggers experiences and memories but yeah I I felt I did feel weird about like saying that about it but it's just like what I was uh what I was noticing we only feel weird because we're conditioned to think that death is like negative and it's not Right. So in a way it's really not, but I think, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you why you feel guilty. Maybe that's not why, but to, I, to me saying that, like, that's the initial thought I have. I'm like, Oh, death. Well, death's bad. And then I'm like, wait, no, death isn't bad. Yeah. And honestly, I was afraid of doing DMT, even smoking like a DMT vape pen or anything experiencing DMT because I was like, I knew that it's what's released when we die. And I was afraid of facing that because it's like even though it's completely 
blissful and beautiful. It's something that's unknown and scary and that we like shy away from. And it is like scary. It's interesting. Like I, I, when I had the taxi day, um, and I first took it in my first initial reaction was fear, like in the moment. And after coming out of also my experience, well, so it was fear. And as soon as I surrendered and I kept repeating this mantra, which is the mantra of the medicine, surrender, love, trust. Um, as soon as I surrendered, it like became, it went from being scary to like so epically beautiful. And after I came out and I was, we were sitting and watching other people take their medicine and not, I had this beautiful conversation with a woman who had not yet sat and we really connected. And then she like asked me a question. I forget exactly what it was. And I remember I was in, when she initially asked me, I had my answer to her. She was asking me about the experience. I'm like, it's going to be different for everybody. And she's like, was it scary? She asked me if it was scary. And I said, I think that like everybody's experience is going to be different. And I can't answer that for you. And then I walked away and it was like an hour later, I had this download and I walked back to her and I go, actually, it changed my mind. I was like, I just want to say that like, it can be very terrifying, but the moment that you surrender and trust, you will have the most blissful experience. And it will be like your own experience and different than mine. But that's like the one thing I can tell you. And I, and I, and I think that's like really true. And it's the same thing when you meet death, like death is terrifying, but if you surrender and trust, it becomes beautiful. Absolutely. Um, I think just muting while the other person's talking, because, yeah, I'm getting this, like, echo on the other end. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's exactly what I experienced. I, I set my intentions to release uh, paranoia, anger, fear, anything that's keeping me from humbly serving in my highest potential and I had no idea what to expect like I said I've tried lightly tried like smoking DMT before but never really got to that space because I was kind of like probably resisting and so I just totally surrendered with my intentions and then blasted off completely like which we can both talk about like when you first enter into this medicine and our experiences but a lot of people have similar like kaleidoscopic like beyond words uh spaces that they enter into and it's scary like I was completely out of my body like in a beyond space time anything that our minds and this human experience like could really comprehend and it was it was terrifying I was like no no I want to go back to what I know and what feels comfortable and like where am I? But then I was like, all right, love, trust, surrender, surrendered into it and started to like feel just this infinite blissful connection. But then I was starting to feel like there was like probes on my head, like kind of like the matrix, just like probes on my head. And that like, there was someone sucking my energy. And I was like, oh my gosh, and like people who have warned me and been wary of certain medicines popped into my head and I'm like it is this something like that I shouldn't have done and then like someone sucking my energy and then I was like oh my gosh this is my paranoia and then like whoosh like literally was blasted into this other dimensional thing that was like way lighter and more beautiful and peaceful and like Lakshmi, goddess, like energy, abundance, like blue, clear waters, heavenly. And it was just like, wow, I saw that was completely that release. And the first initial like entering into the medicine was the fear that I let go of. And then coming out of it later was like, I was like, oh, I didn't really process anger. But I was like, no, like I am seeing the veil to the infinite is so close and we're here to feel everything in this human experience and there's really nothing to like keep 
you in an angry like there's nothing to be angry about anger is from within and that's not a feeling that feels good so there's like nothing to like get caught up with like this experience is so short and we're so infinite and our soul like has been to this space and knows this space and it's beyond anything that we can our human minds can like comprehend or explain and I was like laughing at my human mind for like trying to trying to comprehend it because I was just like this is a truth that is just a knowing that's within all of us that we're all gonna come to in our own time and there's no way to try to just like capture it into what we can define in this life uh so just let go and feel into that and like feeling coming back into my physical body I was like this is what I know as comfortable and this like density but it did feel more dense coming back and I was like I liked that feeling of being infinitely connected in this blissful world and I know that I'll be back there and I was like wanting to stay there but it's like coming back to my body I'm like this is what you craved when you were blasted off into this experience and it was scary but now look you're this is what you're comfortable and know but you know that that space is like your true your soul's true home so I mean it's beautiful it's true it's also interesting how like even in like this in a tapped in space we always want what's on the other side (laughs) when we're embodied we want to be like out of our bodies and when we're and when we're there we like crave the familiar but we'll always crave the familiar grass is always greener um and there's there's I think it's a matter of like again just like balance like you can't you if you're if you have to be it we have to be embodied like we were here we're put here on this planet at this point in time for a specific reason like it's your soul's journey the contracts that you've made you have a purpose to be here but it is nice to sometimes return home to remind yourself because we get lost in this human experience very easily there's a lot coming at us at all angles and the plants are so beautiful because they give us an opportunity to kind of return home and reset so that we can like continue on a clear path like to get the shit done that we need to get done while we have this time in our embodied state like at this point in time and space <laughs> yeah exactly uh, that's a great point that you brought up and that's what I was feeling too I'm like I, I mean especially with everything going on in the world and all the transformative stuff that we both have been doing like over the past year two years that have really been diving deep into like our soul and then just even the last podcast that we did with Maggie and like the quantum collapsing and like the meditations and the plant medicines like it all sounds kind of like woo to some who aren't familiar with it but it's like I can't imagine not doing all of this because I feel like even more confident in everything that I'm doing and my path and my purpose and just like the state of being whereas so many people who are getting caught up with everything that's going on in the world I mean there's good to be have awareness of it but like the victimhood the complaining the wanting to go back to the comforts that they used to know it's just like all you can do and control is yourself and your journey and you are here right now for a reason like you agreed to this you are here to experience it and if you aren't ready to do the work like in this life you're gonna keep coming back until you break the patterns and can come to what you need to learn to be able to get through to this infinite space and worrying about little things and I mean life and all of its distractions and all of its things that keep us from our true selves 
is always going to keep coming up and being there. But you have to really discern and shut off from the world to just tune in to your soul. Because your soul is all that you have in the end. Truly. (laughs) It's always... This is us. Like, that's... And if you're not tapping into your soul and what it needs, you're going to keep... Keep going on repeat, potentially. I mean, that's true. And all I can say is, like, I... Yeah, it all does sound very esoteric and woo-woo. And it is in a way. But, like, it's... All I can say is, for me, the proof is in my own experience of what has happened for me in the last two years since I put a focus on really meditating and then working with these plants, like so much has changed. And I have never in my 35 years felt as happy and at peace with myself as I have, especially in the last like seven months. So I have nothing else to explain for it other than this that's the new part like that my focus on my meditation practice and working with the plants and like being connected and it has just I've trusted the process of of time and and it's paid off and I and I I don't know you know I can't that's my my proof is I've had the experience of it and you know, I just, I hope that people can keep an open mind. I don't expect everyone to want to have the same journey as me, but at least to keep an open mind and like be receptive to hearing and learning about these, these gifts from nature that can help us and are there, are there, like, and you don't even have to take the plants So just the meditation practice. Like you may have no interest in having substance because of whatever reasons, but just a meditation and a breathwork practice can give you access to spirit and calling yourself home to be reminded of your soul's purpose. Yeah, exactly. And I definitely am glad that you brought that up and want to be clear that these paths that we're on are our own and there's millions of ways for you to connect with your soul and there's not just like one route to take and it's not for everyone but exactly like just being more open and even us talking about like this being woo woo and esoteric it's like it is but that's because other people told us that it is if it was these ceremonial like things and native peoples were celebrated and protected this would be everyday commonplace things like it is for some tribes and peoples in parts of the world but everything in our world has been pushing this away and keeping us from it so i think that there's something to that which in my rebellious like aquarius nature is like well then i want to do it (laughs) and experience it but like we are saying There's so many ways that you can connect to your soul just through your breath, just through sitting quietly, closing your eyes, like taking care of your body, feeling good in your body. You'll get there. Um, But we just are here wanting to share what we've experienced personally. And yeah, the proof is definitely in the pudding. Like, it's it's hard to even explain. I mean, yeah, we can only go off of our own experiences and journeys and who knows what else like could come up in our journeys, positive or negative, but everyone's on their own path and we're grateful to be able to share and have these opportunities come up and we've gone on to these journeys and medicines and meditation paths from really starting to tune in and check in with our soul. So if you take anything away from this particular episode, just sit with your soul and see what it tells you. Like beyond your body, beyond your mind, your your true soul's feeling into your soul. You have the you have the answers that you need. 
they're within you. You just have to quiet everything that's around you to really tap in to that truth and knowing because you have it. Beautiful. <laughs> I think, um, you know, what a perfect way to end this conversation. There's going to be a lot more conversations about, about this. And we will definitely be having more guests on to talk about different plants and experiences and meditation and breath methods that will help you kind of get on this path and explore it there's there's many different ways in yeah there's lots of different things that you can try and we'll try and get as many people with as many different modalities onto this platform as we can i know that there's a lot more that we could probably dive into about the tepeshwite we didn't even get into the truth about Tulum, which that can be another episode. Yeah, we need a whole part two for this for this podcast. Um, but basically, the preview to that is don't get sucked into the Tulum vortex just yet until you yeah, hear this episode. Maybe not. It's it's just like just know that like Tulum, I think, is a place that really stirs shit up, especially if you're gonna go there and use the medicine <laughs> tune into your soul before you book your trip to tulum and tulum is yeah. an amazing beautiful beautiful place with beautiful people but yeah we'll talk about our personal experiences and takes in the next episode but for now tap into your soul and you will find your way Give yourself like 10 minutes today. If you're listening to this podcast, whatever day it is, take 10 minutes to stop for like breath or meditation and tap into yourself. Love it.